Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 1, Episode 3, How Well Do You Know Your Neighbors? And Episode 4, The Sting. But we'll start with Episode 3, How Well Do You Know Your Neighbors? I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, re-watching Only Murders in the Building. I watched it once, loved it, very much looking forward to Season 2. We should be dropping uh, the last of our Season 1 coverage just in time to pick up on season two as it airs, which will be super fun. But I am here with someone who has never seen Only Murders in the Building before watching it for the first time. You know what I look for in a, in a podcast co-host? I'm looking for motive. I'm looking for means. But most of all, I'm looking for Mati. <laughs> and I found that all of those characteristics because I am here with my co-host, the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series, my former student and current co-host, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Thank you. I'm glad to be the current co-host. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank oh, you, yeah. Mr. Sal. Thank you for the great introduction. I feel uh, as you... invigorated. I feel I bet you do. alive. <laughs> but unlike unlike but... Tim Kona. Yeah, unlike Tim Kono. As far as unlike we know. Unlike Evelyn. As far as we know. Yes. Also unlike Evelyn. Poor Evelyn. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Kurt, I need to go ahead and try to guess your rating here on this episode. Mm. You can go ahead and try to guess mine. Uh, you, you gave the pilot episode of the series uh, an 8 out of 10. You then gave the second episode a 9 out of 10. Citing the only uh, the only person other than Selena Gomez that you recognized in the series as Howard the Catman, somehow miraculously, you are completely oblivious to Steve Martin and Martin Short. But no, I've we, seen we, the we Pink are... Panther. Okay, well, you didn't recognize Steve Martin, and I've seen Jack Frost. I mean, I'm just, well, I'm just yeah, saying, I've, didn't, I've seen him. You didn't. You didn't recognize Martin Short either. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we should have told me that... Jack Frost and the Pink Panther I've... commissioner. I think you love Howard the Catman. And so I think that the more Howard, the better, as far as you're concerned. Uh, I think that you liked Oliver's uh, casting thing. You probably thought that was funny. Uh, I, I think you gave this also a nine. All right. I know you're really big into theater. So I think you, um, you feel for Oliver's struggle. You like to see that Oliver had a wife. Uh you like Charles. I mean, I think you just like them because you like the actors. You're um you're a big Selena Gomez fan. You you're an office enjoyer. You like to see Holly. Yes, you recognize Holly. <laughs> I do. That's the, that's the third person. <laughs> <laughs> Holly from the office, who also is named Jan, who is Michael's other love interest in the office. I know. Like, I funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's odd. <laughs> Her name was Jan. I was like, wait, their name was Holly, right? Yeah, Jan's the other person. So, so that's yeah. um. I don't know that. I, I, I enjoyed that. I think you enjoyed that. Mm, I think you gave this a 10. Okay. All right. Well, Kurt, I am still sitting on nines, but how about you? Uh, wait, you mean, am I still sitting on a 10 for you? Or what did I give it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm still sitting on nines. I gave this a nine. Oh, 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 you're thinking, oh, okay. I gave it a 10. Whoa! <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I am so happy to hear that. Really, I, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, that's fine by me. Like, I, I gave it a nine the first time I watched it. I continue to give it a nine. I, and Why? Like, this is like I, a great I, episode. I, I know. I, you're right. Oliver is my did. least favorite of the bunch, and so this is good for Oliver. Along yep. with, it's super funny. I do like Howard. Seeing mm -hmm. Jan. Is is cool and it may, it, I I I'm suspicious of her. Okay, that I'll, I'll say that right now. I I think Jane is a potential suspect here. She's she's on my she's on my list. Okay, I'm checking her twice. <laughs> okay, you got it, Santa. Jack Frost, yeah. Okay, Jack. Oh yeah, so sorry, my my bad. Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost and the Pink Panther. What was the commissioner? What was it? Was his a uh... inspector? inspector thank you my bad okay so yeah. anyway but no yeah i i uh i thoroughly enjoyed this episode like i yeah. there's not really anything i didn't like and i i was like i'm giving this a nine and i thought for a second honestly like <laughs> i loved a lot of the comedy in this episode and 
yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it all the way through like there's not anything that i thought was weak whatsoever so i i, I guess i give it a 10 like you know you might be able to talk me up to a 10 here this I, is probably the funniest episode so far it is super funny but also yeah. like kind of deep for oliver obviously and we, which is yeah, a big deal yeah. to me, like i said because i already said last episode i thought he was you know just kind of your goofy gaffy type of guy and they did they, yep. they, you know they made the they made the the empathetic thing with him with you know he's, mm-hmm. he's low on funds but now we we see a bit more to his past and i see that they're doing this for the characters now because next one will be um charles but uh yes by all means so yeah Indeed. i i yeah i looked up so why, why did you give this a nine out of ten mr sal i i don't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's I, a great reason I, you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're like the birds and the french fighting each other for like hundreds of years i, I know right <laughs> No, I, I just, I, you know, I, I saw that I had given it a nine on first viewing and I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's, that's good. I got stick with a nine. And I, you know, a lot of it is because I know what's coming and there's stuff that I like more, but that shouldn't keep me from giving it a 10. So uh, I'll, I'll let you know at the end of the, uh, of our discussion, uh, whether I have changed my mind, because there's a fair chance I will change my mind. Be better. If you okay. don't, I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, ouch. All right. Well, since it's okay, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I should negotiate with you right now. Okay. Well, anyway, or, or ever for that matter. <laughs> I think I feel like oh. negotiations are a zero sum game for me when I'm not, when, when it's, uh, when it comes to negotiations with you. Really? I mean, come on. There's, there's like win wins. I don't think so. I think, I think there's only you winning Mr. Sal- in a Mr. negotiation. Sal- Let's say there was a world where I had billions of dollars, and let's say there mm. was a world where you had all of the um ice cream cake. Oh, I could pay you for the ice cream cake. That is a win-win. Now you have some of the money. Now I have some of the ice cream cake. Yeah, but we'd have to negotiate the price, and that's where I feel like you would win. Five dollars per slice. Per slice, five dollars per slice. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that sounds like a good deal. Sounds good to there me. Yes. Okay, Done. Hey, noted. Win-win. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kurt, what was the funniest thing in the episode as far as you're concerned? Because there's a lot. Of there's a lot here. of humor. There's a lot of humor. I, I don't know. If you're, I'm allowed, am I allowed to count just the entire Howard scene? The, the, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> I, I, that's something that I have marked down here as a possibility. I, in fact, I, I have that marked down as your favorite scene. Mm, well are you still gonna keep it that way i am but, okay but but we'll get to that later so but yeah you can count the howard scene as the funniest if By you all means. yeah the howard scene By <laughs> all means. okay uh, for me the i mean i i rarely laugh out loud long enough to not hear the next few lines but i did during the texting conversation <laughs> like the, the the whole idea of they I'll prefer call Mabel. <laughs> or maybe it's a text. They seem to prefer text. And, and, and Oliver says, yeah, calls bother them for some reason. <laughs> and then the text, he says, okay, see you, scone. Duck, scone. Uh, I, I actually so noted down, because I loved that scene. I said, this reminds me of texting you, Mr. Sal. No, no. What, what do you come mean? On You're always like, dear, greetings, aloha. You can never come <laughs> <laughs> Aloha, Mabel. <laughs> what sounds less yeah. formal? Greetings, Mabel. <laughs> Greetings are dear Mabel. <laughs> dear Mabel. Uh, no, no. Yeah, that, no, that's very good. That whole bit to me was just comedy gold. I that was very funny. I, I did like that one a lot. Uh, other things on my short list for funniest scenes were the Howard scene for sure, the, the Howard interview. Um I, the, the whole splash pitch in the beginning i thought that was very funny and the casting call oliver's casting call oh yeah the um especially with the therapist i don't know why i thought the therapist yeah. was so funny but i'm a bad therapist i don't know i just didn't expect that um <laughs> i like that uh teddy told his i think son to hide the hummus oh yeah he's he a problem, a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, or you're scoring a murder mystery not djing a hobbit's wedding <laughs> Uh, uh, uh yeah this this is i think this is the funniest I, episode I, I, now another one too is um oliver talking about how he was young when he sold teddy on the idea 
Teddy's like, you, you weren't young. I mean, you were... <laughs> yes, you're 58. <laughs> Again, you were nearly 60. <laughs> uh, now, did you recognize Teddy Demas? No. You don't rec- You don't know Nathan Lane? Oh, my God. <laughs> Kurt, what are we going to do with you? Nathan Lane is like a legend, too. Oh, my God. Uh, how do you get all these legends for this Hulu? Like, or I think... I think I think I think you're a bit like I think I think no Nathan Lane is like he's a big deal a really big deal well I've heard of him (laughs) let me me go let me go see what he's in yeah he's in the birdcage oh oh, wait he's the Lion King I've seen the Lion King yeah he's Pumbaa no not Pumbaa he's Timon sorry he's Timon yeah yeah that's all I've seen that I know him from wow I mean he's a big Broadway star too so that that there's there's that i've i've seen him on broadway he's phenomenal i think it's the only thing i've seen him in that at least i recognize without being like a cameo wow man this is shocking to me anyway (laughs) uh but yeah (laughs) yeah that is that also is very funny i I, it's there's so much funny stuff in this episode it's terrific it's i was in stitches through most of it so yeah, that might have to give us a ten. Anyway, all right, let's get into our favorite scenes, though. So I still think. Oh, speaking of the Howard interview, what part of the was there any one part that really stuck out as funnier than the rest? Hmm. I I, I guess when um, when Charles tries to compliment the the I forget the old cat's name in the photo. Barbara. Barbara, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the I don't know why I, I thought that was good. I wasn't expecting that. It's it's, it's almost as lo- as though you're being recorded. Yeah. Why oh would yeah. You that say it like there. that. Yeah. <laughs> why would you say it like that? <laughs> that is that is terrific. All right. Well, I I do think that scene was your favorite scene. The how the whole Howard interview. Okay. Also going down the comedy route. Okay. I think yours is not uh, such a comedic one. I think you thoroughly enjoyed um, Oliver's auditioning casting call the first time we see it with everyone, including uh, the therapist. Right. Uh, yes, you're right. But I also viewed that as very funny. Like that was that on my funny. shortlist of funniest. It is also very. Well. It also. I agree. It's also very I, funny. And Mr. Sal, you were right yeah. about me. My favorite scene. Oh. Was also- <laughs> yeah. Nice. Backline. Oh my god. It's it's so great. Every one of those, every one of those characters was so great in that scene. Everyone. Yeah. Um, I I really liked what they did with Oliver here. I, I I'm sad I didn't see it the next episode, but it's fine. I mean, too much of it would probably got annoying, but it was mm-hmm. I mean that was like Oliver's bad. I mean they they show us a bit more with the character, I guess, in this third episode. I mean, it was just it was really good. I mean, I really I just yeah, I loved it. So yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, honestly, there is a lot that's done for Oliver's character here. I, I love when he goes to see Teddy uh, the, the second time uh, and, and talks about how he, when he made that pitch to him, it was, it, he was so nervous and he had a lack of confidence and he was just trying to exude confidence because so many, so often people who do display that much confidence are compensating for a lack of confidence. So, Ooh. so mm-hmm. if someone's confident, they're not really confident. No, a confident, like there's a healthy level of confidence, you mm-hmm. know. But this is this is like over the top, like I cannot possibly be wrong. Confidence. I see what you're saying. Though. I see what you're saying. Yeah, the the over the over the top, especially in that in that in that first scene. I I missed that it, it started with the year on it. I was like, wait, is this oh, like yeah. a dream or is this like, no. <laughs> or is this like? Yeah happening or what is this then i was like oh wait a second this is and then yeah i checked back yeah. on it yeah it's the year on it so Which that, yeah. that's also great though just to see um like he had i i, I don't know if they were married i i, I think so i, yes. I don't know yeah, okay. i think they were yeah. yeah his wife i'm assuming he's not married anymore either they're divorced separated or maybe she passed away who knows but that i mean well, it, seems, it seems like she left yeah, after the seems- splat incident <laughs> after yeah all the, all the things that went down will's college fund like learning all that just i don't know the, the relationship between will and his father mm-hmm. now yeah mm-hmm. i'm loving it yeah good good all right and why why is the the howard scene your favorite scene 
It's funny. Yeah, it really is. The frozen cat is very funny as well. Yeah, the frozen cat getting looked at like <laughs> when he goes to get the like try to pick it back up in the the well, he has the paw that's you know the leg. I left over each other, puts in his pocket, and know what else to do. Like I don't know why yeah. that's your reaction to put in your pocket, but whatever. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I know, right? Times. Throw it back in the freezer. Uh I, I like how they how he like didn't he didn't change anything after Evelyn died, so there's still cat hair everywhere yeah. and the foods the food in the bowl. bowl. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's, that's, that's good stuff. But I love how it, uh, in, in the casting call, Oliver uh, basically has landed on Howard and Howard just kind of oversells it. He just keeps coming up with these like, corny. Yeah. Like you knew you had the gun. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, so, oh, I heard that. And I, I wrote down my whodunit like under Howard. Like, okay. Howard knew um, was, uh, Tim had a gun. And then I went, wait a second. That was according to Oliver. I was like, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Oliver had read it, I think, in Ursula's notes. Because I think that, that's what gives him, the, causes him ultimately to land on Howard is he read about read some of Howard's complaints in Ursula's notes. Mm, I take that back. Okay. We're yeah. We're back then. Yeah. Howard yeah. knew that Tim had a gun. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's great. It, it, this series is just so much fun, I find. I, it, I, I have fun trying to figure out who did it. I have fun uh, trying uh, getting to know the characters. I have fun laughing. It's just a fun series. I really love it. It's really so, good. Yeah. It's, it's both funny, but also I'm, I'm, I'm making it out what's going on here. Who's the, who's the murderer? Yeah. 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 I, I I I do I do think I'm probably gonna end up bumping this up to a ten, but let's let's run through the scenes and and we'll I'll tell you at the end if I decide to bump it up. So we start in 2005 with Oliver's pitch of Splash the musical uh, to Teddy Demas. Teddy Demas owns Demas Delis that uh, Oliver enjoys the dips from so very very much, and he tells the story of how he and Roberta met, and by doing so he convinces Teddy to fund. The indoor pool for Splash. We've already talked about that scene a, a bit already, so we'll, we'll move on here. Mabel draws uh, the tenants on the wall just like the opening credits. So uh, the opening credits, which I love, uh, show these kind of caricatures of the tenants in the building. Uh, and we see Mabel drawing them in a very similar style they, here. They do a lot of meta stuff in the show. Yeah, yeah. Like they voice over their own stuff sometimes. I mean, next episode mm-hmm. we have someone else voicing it. We got like, it's just yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the concertina, right? Yeah. Uh, here and then you realize that oh, actually Charles is really playing that right now. So yeah, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she she's drawing tenants on the wall while Charles and Oliver record and they debate whether to call or text Mabel, which I think is the funniest bit in this in this uh, episode. Meanwhile, Ursula drops off more gut milk and like, more dirt on Tim. Some like and, MLM thing. MLM? Yeah, it's a multi-level marketing thing where like they're just yes. keeping shipments of yeah, gut milk. It's a, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. No, I don't have a MLM. Okay, sorry. Yes, MLM. <laughs> uh, but uh, it seems like uh, Oliver is enjoying drinking the gut milk as much as he is selling it. So. Anyway, uh, and they, uh, Martin, um, I'm gonna, I have so I have such a hard time calling Steve Martin and Martin Short anything other than Steve Martin and Martin Short. Really so, easy, Mister Sal. Just don't I, know them. I, I, apparently, so Oliver uh, gets another notice from Bunny saying he's out in 24 hours, or he's not. I'm sorry, she's going to turn off his power and water in 24 hours if she doesn't get payment. Well, which actually I think comes into play in the next episode, but. We'll see. Charles has uh, selfies with all of his suspects. Every picture of the suspect of a suspect is a selfie with him in the foreground. Yeah, it's very conspicuous. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Anyway, uh, he's interested the most in tie dye guy and Tim's fiance, but Oliver wants to cast the killer, and he go through the whole casting call. He finally lands on Howard. Uh, the rest back of the line. And he sends Charles and Mabel to interview Howard while he goes and does, you know, some producer stuff. And in this case, that means going to see Teddy Demas. Charles and Mabel meet Jan, the first chair bassoonist in the City Symphony. 
And there's clearly some chemistry between she and Charles. Uh, and so much so that after they get off the elevator and Mabel says, get some, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Savage, uh, he worries that, he, that his nose might be bleeding because apparently he gets bloody noses when he's anxious. Yeah. All right. So Teddy isn't very interested in what Oliver has to say. Uh, he says, yeah, we can get a drink sometime, but one that co- doesn't cost me $32,000, which is what he Oliver wants from Teddy. Not uh, a big ask, Mr. Sal. I think I think you would give me thirty-two grand. Well, listen, I I, I would not, but oh. I also don't have Teddy Demas money. Uh, I'm assuming Teddy Demas has plenty of money because he's kind of the cash cow for Oliver. It keeps going to him again and yeah. again, and he funded a, an indoor pool for a Broadway musical. So I, I'm assuming that cost a lot more than thirty-two thousand dollars. This might actually be a reasonable ask. He's the dip guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the dip guy. He's exactly. got the dip. Yeah. Hide the hummus. <laughs> he's got a problem <laughs> yes uh, we also meet uh theo who is teddy's son who is uh who de- who is deaf and speaks in only in asl uh at least in this scene only in asl uh and teddy signs to him hide the dips he has a problem so presumably oliver doesn't understand asl presumably presumably charles and mabel interview howard who clearly hated Tim, uh, as did Evelyn, by the way. And he thinks Tim lost his job after losing a big client a lot of money. Charles gets nervous as he tells Howard he's being recorded and his nose starts to bleed. uh, And he trips over Evelyn's food bowl. Howard passes out when he sees Charles' nose bleed, or at least appears to pass out. Uh, Charles is a little suspicious that maybe he was faking it. He knows an actor when he sees one. Uh, I, I want Charles, to be noted. Wait, I just want to be noted. Yeah. This is, takes place in New York City, right? Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure New York's a one-party consent state. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Want to explain what you mean by that? Oh, uh, one-party consent state is um, when it comes to recording a conversation. If it's one-party consent, only one entity in the conversation needs consent to record it. So if like, you and me are having a conversation... I could record it without telling you as long as I oh. consent to it, right? As long as one of oh. us consents to it. So like you can't secretly record someone and it's like admissible. Uh, Interesting. But not every state's okay. like that. I think so along state that. lines gets like murky, but hmm. I didn't know that. So right. I'm pretty sure they can record that. Well, I don't, I don't know if uh, they're looking for admissible evidence here or if they're just hoping not to get sued. I don't know. Well, uh, I want to make sure. Yeah, New York's wiretapping has one party consent. So that means anybody can just tap anybody in New York State. Well, uh, well you, a better way to say that. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're part tap. of, as well, as long as yeah, as long as you're a part of the conversation. Oh, I see. You either have to be part of it, or someone part of it has to be consenting. So like, you can't like I couldn't record you talking to whoever, and I'm not part of the conversation and record it. But if I'm part of it, I can. Or if like you consent to it, I can. Mm, gotcha. So. Interesting. Interesting. Well, anyway, no worthy. Howard seems to have all kinds of motive here. Uh, he hated Tim. He thinks that he killed Evelyn and so forth. But he does also offer this one pretty substantial alibi, if you believe it, that he faints at the sight of blood. His vasovagal sympathy. So, is this what this is going to become? Like every episode, we're looking at someone, but they've got a good alibi. <laughs> why can't be well, them uh i mean yes and no it's gonna there, there's a lot of that mm-hmm. that's fine that's, that's fine yeah. I'm, not, I'm not complaining i I'm and just, I'm you just... have to you have to you know do you buy the alibi like yeah. are you buying that he faints at the sight of blood because charles isn't i'll let the people of the the jury decide on that one okay well <laughs> this is an entertainment piece so presumably we, you are could we test it like could we like hook him up to some stuff show him some blood and see if he like actually faints i have no like, idea brain waves, like change. i mean i can't but like we can get someone who can uh, we can put this uh, to the test yeah <laughs> tell well, I mean, if again, you don't if you don't pass out you're guilty yeah again this is an entertainment piece <laughs> oh yeah that's like if you don't pass out you're guilty it's it's, it's <laughs> like you know, if you don't weigh as much as a duck then you're a witch kind so, of and, yeah. <laughs> okay anyway uh 
Howard thinks that Tim poisoned Evelyn, so he's having a toxicology report done on Evelyn. That's why Evelyn is frozen in the freezer, minus a paw. Right by Old's okay. food. Any, yeah, that was funny. As yeah, well. yeah. Anything else that you want to say about the Howard scene? No, no. All right. So Oliver tells Charles the story of Splash, which uh, basically was pretty tragic. Uh, <laughs> splat. The, yeah, the, the splat, exactly. A bunch of, what was it, a dozen mermen yep. dove onto uh, into a, what they thought was a pool, but the door didn't open. And, oh, that sounds awful. So <laughs> I do like, because as he was saying it, I thought, why would one jump after the other one once they see that the first one like no uh, are you kidding me oh wait, 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 go on but that but i like how they explain it oliver says course boys tend to stick together it's yeah. really funny yeah I did, I did like that but it's also i i thought you would love that because that's like the the typical like parent reason of like well if johnny told you to jump off a bridge would you <laughs> and like <laughs> it's like every parent right there oh man I, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, he lost his career. He lost his family because he had used his son's college fund to fund this production. And Charles finally offers money for the sound equipment, which Oliver gladly accepts. Uh, but Charles also convinces Oliver not to give up. Mabel takes a little sidebar here to see the superintendent because she's looking for Oscar. Oh, I don't know if you remember who Oscar is. I, I do. He's one of the Hardy boys. And he is his dad was the uh, superintendent of the building. So they got the the master key copy. Mm -hmm. Still is. Okay. Yep. Uh, And he has been away, they say, for I think they said 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he's back now. He's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. They're presumably jail or prison in my time. Presumably. But his dad wants him to have nothing to do with her dismisses her oliver makes another attempt at teddy this is the whole again you were almost 60 i was (laughs) young and foolish uh yeah that was uh but this time uh it seems like it's going a little bit better and mabel finds a note in tim's stuff it says gm 1 slash 31 at 4 30 p.m shore road and she looks at her phone to see that it is 124 today so it's january 24th one week. this note is about january 31st yes it's one week away do you think it's an old note though you think it's a note from like last year he's like kept around uh, yeah who knows <laughs> that's a great point <laughs> great point so oliver and his dog winnie meet sting on the elevator kurt tell me you know sting wait this is a real person Oh yeah! Oh no! <laughs> Kurt. Kurt. This is, uh, yes. How much of what's real and what's fake? We have Brazo yeah. is like not real, but like these books are real. But like the the Stephen guy's not real. Oh is he real? man, yeah. Kurt, St- Kurt, you missed out on like half the humor of the next episode if you don't know who Sting is. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you, are you oh man they like they said a whole bunch of titles of his songs they did do you not recognize any of those titles like no. every move you make oh every, wait uh, i mean every move you make every step you take yeah i know that song okay i know that song okay yeah that's that's sting okay uh every little thing she does is magic are you sure i think that's the police oh yeah he's the lead singer of the police oh and that's why she said the police oh wow yes yes yes. like you you are my mabel Uh, it's it's really funny because they get on her case for not knowing who sting is but she actually does know who sting is so barely i I think yeah yeah, no yeah she knows knows. i I like to think barely so i feel better about myself (laughs) okay Anyway, uh, uh, Oliver and Winnie meet Sting on the elevator, who does not like dogs. But Oliver, it is important to note here that Oliver does tell him about the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So so he knows about the podcast. He also says he doesn't like dogs. Oliver got the sponsorship, but he had to drop the first episode immediately. Charles is not happy about this. You know, you're going to rush this like you rush everything. We don't want to rush this, but Oliver rushed that first one out. It's the Demas chicken wraps, only murders in the building. 
<laughs> podcast. Uh, anyway, Oliver then recasts the killer, but gets home to find a note and the podcast or I and you. He sees that Winnie is sick, seemingly poisoned. He recasts the killer as Sting. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, okay. A lot of these types of endings, man. Just oh, they're so great, aren't they? <laughs> they are it's good. So they much are fun. good. <laughs> okay. All right. So the question then is: Well, let's do TV time first, and then right. and then we'll do who who done it. Okay. All right. So check in on TV time. The mm-hmm. best time. Mm-hmm. Ain't no time. time like a TV time. Let's go. Yeah. People. Um. They said five out of five. They did seventy three percent. Okay, the character, um, it's got to be everyone says Oliver. The people, uh, my 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 worry is what if they said Mabel? So you definitely, you definitely said Oliver. Okay, and I think you said Oliver as well. Okay, that's correct. And you're correct about me. And have you ultimately landed on somebody for the people? Yeah, I'll I'll take my guess for the people. Yeah, I said. Go ahead. Hmm? Well, no, yeah, I submitted my guess. Was I correct? You submitted Oliver, right? Mm, you were hedging. Oh, I, you were... Uh, I, I, I submitted my guess, yes. Was I correct? <laughs> yes. You, you submitted Oliver. Oh, I, I, <laughs> you're confusing me. Yes, you're wrong. It is not Oliver. They said Mabel. 52%. That's what I said. Oh, look, see, darn. No, I did say Oliver. <laughs> yep. Mabel, 52%. Oliver, second place, 40%. I start it. Oh, my God. It's the Selena Gomez <laughs> fan club. It is the Selena Gomez oh, fan club. Oh, so uh, <laughs> You guys give me props there, Mr. Sal. At least I don't just vote yes. Selena Gomez. Yes, I, I do. That's true. Very good. I, I am Thank proud you. of you for that. I'll <laughs> clap. Yay. Let's go, me. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I... I am going to change my score here and give this a 10. This is a fantastic Oh, episode. thank goodness. Sure. I would have felt bad if I had to give this an 8 because of you. <laughs> I would have blamed you for it. <laughs> All right. So, who done it? We have some new characters introduced in this episode. I'm throwing pretty much everybody that we meet out at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, including like Roberta. Theo. Oh, okay. Roberta. Okay. I got yeah. You. Roberta, uh, Will. Well, we already met Will, but anyway, uh, Teddy, Demas, Jan, Theo, Mr. Torres, who is Oscar's father, and ah. Sting. So uh, and don't forget, we have all the characters that we already had. Plus, we have someone we haven't met yet, and we have Suicide. So what do you think? So I, I, I highlighted two people that I really kept track of this episode, Howard and Jan. Howard, okay. obviously. For, I mean, I'm not going to really go over it. They go over it in the episode. So mm-hmm. his, you know, here's there's his reason. His alibi, Charles doesn't seem was all too believable. So I'm curious to see if we'll either see confirm. I, I'm going to be very vigilant if Howard sees blood again later in the series and doesn't pass out. Like I'm, I'm hoping I don't forget, but I need to remember. Like if okay. Howard sees blood, he better pass out. Like, okay, so that's something I gotcha. I to keep track of because obviously if he doesn't, then you know, like this is something I could actually test versus like. They're like, oh, I was over at my grandma's for dinner. This this I can hopefully test. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but right. the other person I'm suspicious of is Jan. Okay. Simply not that she's done anything suspicious, but simply from a plot perspective of okay, we introduced like a love interest for Charles, and okay. uh, and she's she's the killer, aha. Uh-huh. So uh, <laughs> so that's um that's that's my, nothing to, nothing to yeah. do with the fact that you may or may not be related to someone named Jan. No, yeah, no, no reason to do with that. It's simple. Okay, I didn't think about that, Mr. Sal, but so so be it. If, if you if if you if you want to, if you think that, then perhaps I maybe subconsciously I'm finding out my inner feelings out there. Who knows? But I yeah, I but I I'm going with Jan here for the suit. I just think from a plot perspective, it might be mm-hmm. Jan. We'll see. Like if I start seeing some evidence, it might be Jan. But maybe they'll do that like late, like you know, just because. But then oh, it's not Jan. I, I don't know. Okay, all I'm saying is chains okay. on my these are my two who done it. If I had okay. a hammer one down for this episode, mm-hmm. <sighs> see Howard has like Howard has all these things against him, and then his only real alibi is he faints at the sight of blood, which you can see if mm-hmm. that's true or not. So with that being said, 
I'm going to submit my Hunetta for this episode is Jan. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I don't trust her. <laughs> okay. All right. And so you don't subscribe to uh, Oliver's theory that it's Sting and you're letting Teddy, Roberta, Theo, Mr. Torres off the hook entirely. For now, yeah, I don't. I, I have. I have not really anything to um, on some missing things, which I probably am. <laughs> but I have um, yeah, I, I I just have nothing on them. The only reason I have Jane is um, from the the plot point of view. Yeah, it's just um, okay. I mean, okay, that's fine. I, I'm I'm just trying to figure out what makes I'm her curious to, I'm, different well, from the other characters they introduce. In simply this because simply because Charles will have a blind spot for her. That's all. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. I I also curious says behind Theo having uh using you using ASL. I'm I'm okay. curious if this is like a wombo combo, father son, you know, beat down together. We'll see though. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, we've got uh that episode, I think, pretty well covered in the books here. That means, yeah. All right. Well then let's move on to season one, episode four, the sting. Now, mm-hmm. are you ready to embrace the mess, Mr. Sal? I, I am, but Kurt, I have I I want to make sure that we're very clear about this up front. The sharing of stories is transactional. So if I share a story with you, I expect one back in return of equal or greater value. I love that. Like, equal or greater. Okay. It's like, <laughs> All right. So let's talk about our ratings here. Uh, well, man, you, you've, you've uh, really gone in on this series, which is exciting for me. So it's possible that the trend continues here. But this episode, I, I, I don't think you find this episode nearly as funny as the previous one. But it's a really great character development episode for Charles. Uh, and I think you probably love that, too. Man, I don't know. I, I feel like if you gave the last episode a 10, I'm not sure... No, nah, this is just not as funny. So I think you give this one a nine. Wait, wait. So your determining factor was eh, not funny. No, it is nine. funny. No, but you, but, but, but you went as funny as yeah. the previous eh, Not as funny. Nine. Is that what you think I do, Mr. Sally? The guy looked at this one. I like this, 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 this. Not as funny. Nine. Is that, is that what yes, you think of me? That's okay. exactly, exactly what I think of you. Okay. And I, I, I'm like, now more certain than ever that I'm. Oh right. yeah, that, well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you gave this a nine. No, yeah, no, I, wait. Oh, no, okay. oh, no, too late. Okay. I started okay. gave it away. Yes, I gave it a nine. Okay, good, wonderful. I did that on purpose. I was fishing. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I put in the reel. You bit right uh, on. And Mr. Sal, there was no bait on it yet. <laughs> you, you just bit onto a reel with no bait. Imagine that. This is like. Duck Dynasty or something. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, so I, I don't think this episode is nearly as funny as the previous one. Or, no, or most. This might be the least funny episode that we've had so far. I agree. Uh, which is pro- yeah. Which is probably why I, I don't want to give this one a 10. Um, even though I love it. I think it's a great episode. So, uh, and uh, the other, oh, I didn't mention this when I was talking about why you would give it a nine, but you didn't get any of the sting jokes. So, what jokes? The, I didn't even know he was a real singer. I know that's what I mean. You didn't get any of that. So anyway, I'm, I was right, supposed so, to know these things, Mister Shell. Sometimes they're real. Sometimes they're fake. Like <laughs> I was like the book series is real, right? Yes. I was scared to Google that person's name. So, well, like I get that it's a book, but like, what if I just well, get like a big spoiler on the series? Like this, like <laughs> Gus, whatever. I'm like, ah. Oh. Well, I'm just... oh that's a good that's a good point so that's good why i didn't point. google it. i was like really i, was like, oh, I do want to google i want to do like my own research but like what if i google it's just like an article of like how how this proves that blank is the murderer and i'm like oh well, gosh darn it like it's <laughs> a great point that's uh, a really good point I, I purposely did not google it. I, I i wanted to but i went man i don't think i would get uh, since it's a real book but like i could get spoiled so i just you know what you should, you know, a way around this is is ask someone older than you if they know this thing or this person. Who would I ask? Uh, you have some coworkers that work in the same office as you that you could definitely <laughs> ask. Sting. <laughs> yeah. No, if you no, ask no, all, 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 all I'm saying is this is not this is not the first time I have not known. Like I'm I'm terrible with music, Mr. Sal. Like, you know, oh, okay. I just don't know. I I I I'm so bad with music. 
like four times people are like, you don't know Jenny's number? Look, like, uh, what? Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Why did everyone know Jenny's number? This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know, I can definitely name at least two people that you work very closely with who could have told you who Sting oh. was. Oh, yeah, probably more Mr. South. I know yeah, I absolutely. Absolutely. So. And you can always ask me. Say, hey, is Sting a real person? I'll tell you. I don't understand how people remember all these things. Well, like, let me, like, let do me you remember, ex- like, do you remember your children's birthdays? I don't think you can if you're stuffing your head. Well, how? <laughs> you, know, you know about the Sting guy, what he's saying, and you know, anyways, so, that's so you got, you got to understand, like, uh, this, a lot of the stuff, you know, Sting was very popular at a time when there weren't, like, 50 million popular bands and singers like what it, 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 it's a time it's before just, that yes yes in fact and before before the internet like information there wasn't as much yeah, okay. information to hold in your head so the information that you had just was like really there if that mm. makes any sense nah, like, it, really- it sounds like a time i wouldn't want to live in <laughs> well having to like remember phone numbers and stuff and like Oh, when's my appointment? Hmm, I better, I better like write it down in my like little book oh, man. and look used, at it instead of instead to. of just sending a reminder. So that way, it tells me when my thing is. I gotta be like, oh wow, like that. That was that is a big improvement. I will tell you, I used to be so good at remembering phone numbers. I am so <laughs> bad at it now. Good, good. You should need to. I mean, except I mean, if you're a kid, you should remember your parents' phone numbers. And I mean. Yeah. You know, have, have some in mind, but yeah, yeah, that is important. Definitely. It's important. Well, what, what, what were appoint, appointments like back then, Mr. Sal? I mean, you had a calendar on your wall so that, <laughs> so that it was visible when you walked in the room. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I don't actually like that. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to like that. I, li- I like that that is something that used to be and not. It. I mean, I know people still use calendars and stuff. That's fine. Uh-huh. Just. I don't need to use it. I don't need like write stuff down in a paper yeah. calendar. So yeah, it's good. Anyway, whole kiosks People. at the mall dedicated to wall calendars. I don't know if those still really. Exist. Oh yeah, well, calendars I mean, a big deal. So like, so like, in general. So, so you must have been so excited if you like were on a game show and they're like, Mister Sal, your prizes a year's worth of calendars. Well, every calendar was a year's worth of calendars. Exactly, Mr. Sal. Yeah, one calendar. <laughs> <laughs> like yay years worth of calendar but i a used calendar. to get like a, a wall calendar for christmas every year <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> it was exciting like you know, so, so many varieties a calendar, a calendar for christmas yeah so calendars are a big deal yeah calendars are a very big deal i mean you can still go to like barnes and noble and find can. a calendar section but oh yeah like, we're talking like whole like you know the kiosks in the mall. I, I mean, it's. I, mean, I know ones for phones malls. now, like yeah. like repair I mean, and like ma- screens malls. and. Yeah, exactly. That, there used to be whole kiosks full of calendars, and I mean, the fact that I'm even talking about malls is dating because like there's not there aren't many malls left either. Yeah, malls but are a bit dying though. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's the saddest travesty of all of this. That's what the I calendars? miss the most. No malls. Oh. I love malls. I I think malls are a, a great show of human ingenuity because it's basically big like f you to nature because we we took a bunch of stores like there's outlets but then we took we took a bunch of stores and made our own nature like inside of it like this is you know what i mean so i, I like yeah it. Uh, that's the bad part about malls but the, the what i oh, love that's, about, what, uh, that's what i like about it though what i love about malls is you park your car in one place you walk all over the place to any store you want whereas now you got to park your car in a strip mall and walk like Either take your life in your hands and walk like a mile take and a half life. to get to the to get to the <laughs> one across your hands. I can see it over there, but I'm gonna get hit by about 14 cars on the way. Uh, oh, bless yourself, Mister Drive there. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. You still go shopping if you're. Oh, I've got hit the third time today. <laughs> but gosh, started <laughs> yeah, having a, deals at Best Buy. I'll just, be darned if I don't go. Just going shopping at all? I can't believe it. Like that doesn't even happen much anymore. Anyway, uh, we're we're we're, uh, we're definitely now, yeah. displaying our our age gap here. But at any rate, uh, funniest moment, funniest thing for for me in this episode is the sting stuff that you don't get. So when they go to see Cindy Canning, and 
Oliver says, I don't want to tell you who it is, but it's a very famous celebrity. All I'll say is everywhere you go, he'll be watching you. And she doesn't I'm not get, get the it. reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. Every little thing he does is magic. No, I, I'm still not getting it. It's Sting. I, I, I love that part because those are just song titles of Sting songs or police songs. But you don't get I don't those. get that. So <laughs> you, you were syndicating in that case. Mm, okay. Um, funniest scene, darn. It's a. Uh, it was hard. hard one. Yeah. I I'm kind of stuck between two. This isn't really scene. It's kind of a joke. How mm-hmm. uh, one of my funnier ones I liked was uh, Oliver is the leader. I just kind of oh, like yeah. butts that in constantly. <laughs> they're, they're trying to go after the leader's cat. Wait, you're, you're the leader. <laughs> they went after my cat, the leader. They they, they went after the leader to show a message. Like I just, so I. I, I thought that was really funny. Uh, the, yep. the other, I guess, what I would say is um, Charles and Jane in the elevator again. I just, mm-hmm. that, that was pretty funny. Oh, the yeah, that was the sexy bassoonist jokes. Yeah, that, yeah. Those, were, those were funny. Yeah, I agree. That was good. Yeah. Lots of lots of uh, puns and dad jokes. But anyway, all right. Favorite scene. I am thinking that your favorite scene in the episode. I had a I had an idea about it, but since you don't you didn't know who Sting was, probably it's not anything to do with Sting. So I'm thinking your favorite scene in the episode episode had to do with Cinda Canning. You recognize Tina Fey, right? Hmm. You you recognize Tina Fey as Cinda Canning, right? No. First time I recognize someone, I'll tell you. I'm not gonna like, hide no. from you. Oh my god, Tina Fey! Tina Fey is such a big actress. Oh my god, <laughs> just, uh, I I refuse to believe. That every person's a huge actress, an actor in this series. This series, this series is loaded, man. Tina Fey, first of all, is just I'm a, looking right now. Mean girl, no, yeah, never. writer and star oh. of, of Saturday Night Live. Did weekend never update Saturday Night Live? Really. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, like she, she was uh, the star of Thirty Rock. Did you ever never see no, Thirty Rock? No, oh no. my goodness. I've, I'm looking through it. See nothing. She's in. Never seen anything. I cannot girl. believe Never this. Don't watch SNL. Nope. 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 Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Never saw it. Yep. Mr. Mayor. Uh, haven't seen it. Green uh, Girls the Musical. Nope. Scripture screenplay. I guess. But yeah. No. Hurt. Mr. Sal. Hurt. I, Sal. You. You keep thinking. I think more of me than. Than what there is. I, yeah. No. I. I don't know who that is. Wow. Okay. Well, the, she's not playing herself. She's. She's playing Cinda Canning. But oh, so this uh, person's not real. I see how it is. Like, so we get people that are real, people that aren't real, people who are real. I, right. Yes. Correct. You're breaking my mind. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that, that's that's them, not me. But regardless, uh, Tina Fey plays Cinda Canning on yes. this series, on this show. Got okay. It. And I think that your favorite scene included syndicating either it's that stinger at the end where she's podcasting about them or it's when they first meet her to begin with i'm gonna go with when they first meet syndicating okay i think yours is when they um i think yours is when uh charles goes to see um jane again to open up I mean, I, that's almost exactly what I wrote down. I can't believe this. You, you know me way too well. Yeah. Well, how did you, how'd you, how'd you write it down? <laughs> I just wrote down Charles opens up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, opens <laughs> up. Look at that. Yeah, opens up. Um, the thing is, I kind of feel unfair because I, I have like three. I have like, I, I, didn't, <laughs> and I kind of didn't pick one before you guessed, like in my head yet. Oh, no. So I, hmm. Normally, yeah. Uh, was mine what, on your short list? It is. It is. That's why I feel torn now. Because mm-hmm. so the three, I'll say the three. The, the one is um, the dinner scene between, uh, I mean, uh, the date night yep. dinner. Obviously, yes. The meeting Cinda Canning. That was one. And the other one was um, the little music piece to each other. Oh, that is from so the windows. Sweet, That's so sweet. That was so sweet. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that. I was like, actually, I want to say that now. That was like, I've never seen anything like that. I was so silly. I I've seen they, like they play music and then, like maybe they join in or something, but they're like propositioning each other with like titles of music, <laughs> like you know. Yes, <laughs> I love that too. It's adorable. It's really adorable. That's like like I feel like man, I I'm so embarrassed that I don't remember her name, Jan uh, Holly from the Office, uh, Jan on this show. It's Amy Ryan. Oh, Amy Ryan. Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, like I just I. 
and Amy Ryan just to me always plays such a, like a someone who's just so easy to fall in love with. I, I don't know, <laughs> like like Holly on The Office was like you were instantly in love with her as soon as you met her. Very At least I character. was. Yeah, yeah. Very sweet character. And, and, and same thing here. This scene is just so great. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I I agree. That's that's a great scene too. But I ultimately went with Charles opening up. Um, uh, you get the explanation for Porky Pig and Bugs Bunny. Did you know? Did you recognize Porky Pig and Bugs Bunny? No. <laughs> Are you messing with me right now? Nah, I'm messing with you. I know, okay. I know Bugs Bunny. Right. Right. Yeah, Porky. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. But my, I forgot. I, I I forgot Bugs Bunny's name. Like I, I I Porky's name. I don't remember what his name was. Was Porky? But I know it was Bugs Bunny. But yeah. I saw him. And I was like, oh, it's the What's Up Doc guy. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? That's all right. As long as you recognize yeah. like, what, what's up, Doc. Okay. Oh man, that's too funny. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna count that as a win and say that I was right. The- you can, you can, you can. <laughs> okay. I, I I I didn't pick one yet, so I think um, I think it's fine. All right. Sounds good. Let's start running through the scenes. Then Charles sees Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig. Will shows up to help Winnie. Uh, help Winnie the dog. And we get a voiceover of the podcaster Cinda Canning talking about the chance to make the same mistake again or worse. So this, a lot of this episode is about second chances uh, and a lot of the voiceover has to do with that. And we'll come to find out at the end that what she's talking about is not okay in Oklahoma, but rather only murderers in the building. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, all right, Oliver tells the others about Winnie. He thinks it's, uh, what does he say? Legendary rock star Sting or something like that? Anyway, he thinks it's Sting. He lost millions through Tim's old firm, firm Tim, I'm sorry, uh, Sting did. Mm-hmm. And they decide that if they're going to approach Sting, they need some advice from someone who's interviewed celebrities before. They need advice from us because we've interviewed Megan and Cole Dong creator of centaur world it's a great check episode out, you should man. go back and check that out folks but first watch centaur world because there are a ton of spoilers in that interview. oh yeah anyway. please watch that <laughs> yeah. so uh, at any rate they, they decide they're going to go see cinda canning but they need an in they need a way to get to her and charles asks his neighbor arnav to put him in touch because uh, i think they have the same like child gymnastics class or something like that um anyway arnav knows cinda canning and turns out what he when he uh, interrupted Arnav's FaceTime with Lucy. We don't yet know who Lucy is, but we will find out later that Lucy is his seven-year-old, not stepdaughter probably, but surrogate daughter. We'll yeah, surrogate, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's more flirtation with Jan on the elevator. Uh, the, the sexy bassoon is I'm going to stop you right there before you say I'm not sexy. <laughs> uh, and they meet Cinda Canning, who's pretty full of herself, but tells them to embrace the mess and find their version of a turkey offering to get to sting. Like, <laughs> they might be bought out for 30 million. The... Yes. I don't know. I love yes. that so casually, like a big deal. Oh, 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 I'm like, this call might be about me being bought out for 30 million. It's a call. Doesn't even like give the result of it. Just goes on. Like, right. yeah. I have to know. Did you did, did you take the thirty million? Yes, we've been acquired. <laughs> it's a big day. A that, that, big day. I, yeah, that, that's how business works, Mister Sal. I mean, I, you clearly have been in the business world. That's yeah. that's every day. <laughs> yes, every day you get acquired for thirty million dollars. Nice. I love how how they get stuck on the turkey because she used that as the example. <laughs> And then and Oliver's like, yeah, Oliver's like, I always good, yeah, morning turkey. <laughs> I I love that. I, like, it's so it's so frustrating as a teacher when you try to give an example, of oh. something and and the students just latch onto that example, and then they can't, they don't even try to extrapolate because they just get stuck on that example. Anyway, <laughs> some pain behind that. <laughs> it happens a lot. Uh, so I, uh, so th- there was there's a lot of sympathy in this in this scene for syndicate. You'll find your own turkey. Okay. Yeah, find your own turkey exactly. <laughs> All right, Charles and Jan play that duet across the courtyard as Bugs and Porky look on. I, at this point, I thought they symbolized like anxiety or something. Yeah, 
which yeah. they do. They I think, do. you know, you're, you're right. Exactly. Definitely. Anxiety. Specifically it's relationship anxiety though, I think. So uh, Jan eventually knocks on his door and asks him out. Which about, she's like lightning fast. I know. Right. <laughs> Mega scared. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I really kill someone and get out real quick. Anyway. Oh, mm. interesting. Oh. Charles is, that, you, know, you know, that's maybe that one of the things that this episode um, maybe loses a little bit of focus on the murder until they go get into Sting's apartment. I bet, but it's, it's about Charles, though. What's that? It's about Charles, though. We're, we're yeah, learning about a, Charles. Yes, yes, for sure. We're, we're yeah. losing track of the murder, but eh, you know, yeah, yep. can't always be about the murder, it's, right? Speaking of Charles, he's nervous about his date. He's an expert on first dates because he usually never gets a second one. <laughs> Aww. Uh, and Oliver and Mabel, they try to psych him up. Yeah. Let's go, Charles. So he is going to do it, but they, they, uh, Oliver really wants him to see his hair guy just maybe trim the earlobes. I don't get that. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the older you get, the more hair you have in places you don't want it. And so <laughs> Oliver wants to have Charles earlobes trimmed. Uh, All right. On the date, great date scene. Jan really opens up quite a bit to Charles. She doesn't like being second. She says, we're all driven to recreate the dynamic of our first wound so we can change the ending. I really actually love that. It sounds nice, yeah. Uh, Well, it got me thinking about... It made me think about myself. I wonder. Yeah. (laughs) When I I want to wonder. I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. I just left it there. I mean, I'm not going to take therapeutical <laughs> advice from a TV show. Maybe I should. I don't know. Well, I, I, I think I think that's a, actually uh, something phenomenon? That therapists do say. I, yeah, I think your that, first wound. Yeah, the, 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 I mean, I, you know, the first wound could be anything. It doesn't have to be relationship. No, yeah. But anyway, because I think she talked about, and specifically in this case, like she had a stepsister. Was it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah who, like, like got the flute. Took, yeah, took the flute, so she said, left her with a bassoon and so forth. Anyway, Charles can't bring himself to open up, though, and he botches the whole thing. I mean, he had the body language down, and then she told him about the body language, and then he can't match the body language. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love it when he like has to open up. He starts clamping his hands, like, yep. "Oh, you can't trust anyone who clamps their hands." <laughs> yeah. well, palms yep. up. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oliver shows up at Charles' house in the middle of the night with a half-cooked turkey. Now, this is where I think Bunny's notice from the previous episode might come in. He says his oven stopped two hours into the turkey cooking. Uh, So I'm wondering if his power has been cut here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he found out that Sting is leaving in two days for a tour while his apartment gets renovated because he wants a fresh start. Mm, Suspicious. Mm-hmm. Next morning, they bring Sting his morning turkey, and he apologizes for the dog. You know, it's just he was having a bad day. Uh, he does admit that he fired Tim Kono uh, and fired him pretty aggressively to the point where he told Tim to kill himself. And so he does blame himself for Tim's death. Thank so, God it was a murder, though. Mr. He's Sal. very relieved to find out that they think it was a murder. This is so funny to me. I love it. It's so funny. The idea of, oh, he got murdered? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh. Now, do you think that that is enough of an alibi for Sting? I don't think it's Sting. No? No, my gut okay. tells me no. no. Okay. All right. I mean, you didn't think it was Sting last time when Oliver was convinced it was Sting. So mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Go on. That's right. So with the Looney Tunes looking on, Charles goes to Jan and spills it all about her uh, to her about Emma and Lucy. So Emma was his girlfriend. She had a daughter named Lucy who was seven years old. And he even tells her that he's haunted by Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig, who he paid extra to be at their anniversary dinner before they ditched him on the family fun cruise i which, wow oh that is scarring i mean i how many days did he say he spent on that family fun cruise after they left was it five or seven i heard i yeah i think it's five yeah ouch or as jan would say woof that was a lot <laughs> why did you say woof that's not something you would say 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I, no, no I, I, I mean, it's definitely something I would say. Right? If something was a lot, I'd go woof. Yeah. Woof. For sure. Yeah. Like a dog? Mm-hmm. I'd say like oof. Woof. Yeah. Same, yeah, same idea. No. One's a dog and one's oof. <laughs> That's the okay. same idea. I have, I want to go bark. That's they're a lot. off by they're off by one letter. Yeah, but one letter is a big difference, Mister Salad. You don't need me to like start making examples of how one letter is a big difference. <laughs> Maybe I do, Kurt. <laughs> I refuse. I'll stop. Okay, it. fantastic. Well, she is impressed, and Bugs and Porky are gone, and she agrees on a second date. How nice for Charles! All right, Mabel makes some connections. She she starts with the Shore Road mystery. Remember. In the last episode, she found that note that said something about Shore Road at 4.30 p.m. on January 31st and had the initials GM on it. So she starts with the Shore General Road Motors. General Motors? Yeah. Oh, my Could God. Be. Could be. But one of the main characters in the Shore Road mystery is one Gus Montrose with the initials GM. And she searches for that, for Montrose and jewelry because Tim has all these jewels and she finds a jeweler called Montrose Jewelry. Well, mm. she is on to something she thinks Charles and Will show up at Oliver's house and Will has listened to the podcast and recognizes Mabel's name as someone who was friends with Tim Kono and present when Zoe died. And she has never mentioned that she was friends with Tim Kono. So they all immediately start to sow the seeds of doubt across Mabel as she sets off on her own, followed by the tie-dye guy. Yeah, which, by the way, well, mm-hmm. uh, I, well I'll leave for the whodunit section, actually. So, All right, fine. Uh, a few months from now, we get Cinda Canning podcasting about Charles Oliver and Mabel only murderers in the building oh okay so let's do tv time first and then we'll get into the oh yeah let's go tv time it is time for tv so what do you think the people gave this episode five five seventy eight percent you're right and who (sighs) is the favorite character of the people and of me you said charles people said um charles and and you said charles yes okay yes i did say charles yes you did say charles and the people also did say charles okay so like charles more than like oliver i think okay yes 73 percent charles 22 percent mabel in second place of course see mabel still got the mystery element working for her she does she does i mean a lot of mystery behind mabel Yes. And she's, she's kind of just solving her own case. She's like, I'll work with you guys, but also, you know, do stuff on my own and not tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's move on then to who done it who done it. We have some new characters to add to the roster here. We have Cinda Canning and her assistants, Poppy and Cindy. We have Sting's assistant, Anita. And even though we haven't met them, I'm gonna throw Emma and Lucy onto the list now, too. Okay. The seven-year-old. I'm thinking none of those right now. So I have two people highlighted for this episode. Okay. One is Sting. Okay. Um, obviously. I thought you said you were off of Sting. Uh, la- last episode, I wasn't suspecting Sting because it was okay. just it's a little. But this episode, I put some notes on it because they, you know, they showed some evidence here. Okay. Of you know whatever you didn't like dogs, something happened to the dog. That was last episode, but here you know, lost the millions. Thanks to Tim's investing, right? He was he was in the building, stayed during the fire alarm, Motive renovating apartment. Yeah, yep. Renovating the apartment for a new start, leaving early for the tour. Knows of the podcast. Okay. Yep. And recognizes, apologizes for the dog, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, but he, he hates dogs. Yeah, he hates dogs. <laughs> but it seems as though he, he, he thinks it was a, you know, he, he thought it was a suicide caused by him. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, so he, he seems glad it was a murder, but. Okay. The other person, though, that I suspect, tie-dye guy, tie-dye okay. shaded individual. I've realized, henceforth, that white hoodie person I said at the beginning was probably wearing tie-dye. Yes. Okay. That was tie-dye. That was tie-dye, in fact. Yes. I did. I noticed that, but thank you for correcting me. 
Okay. The so joke is that you guy. didn't. The joke is yep. that you didn't. However, I did go back and check that beginning scene to yep. see who was the one that was dead, or presumably dead. And it is tie dye guy. Oh. So, snap. so assuming that it's the same person who wears tie dye, and only one person can wear tie dye, and especially the tie dye guy. It might be a girl. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just I I like the the rhyming of tie dye guy. Well, that's what Charles calls the yeah. two tie dye. Yeah. Yeah, tie-dye guy. It rolls off the tongue. So, I uh, I don't really know if it's tie-dye guy. I mean, it might be. And then, like, like uh, Mabel had to defend herself against them. And, and that's how we get to where we are at the end. Uh, okay. It is murderers in the building. So, I uh, I mean, I always say things tie-dye guy. I, just, I don't think it's Sting. So, I'm going to go with tie-dye guy. Although... Okay. That's not really that helpful because we don't know who tie dye guy is. Um, well, yeah. I have news for you. No, <laughs> we have in the next episode, which is called Twist. <laughs> well, uh, we will discover the identity of tie guy, tie dye guy. Well, well that, that complicates Whoa. things. Wait a second, Whoa. we're not supposed to meet tie dye guy. Why not? Well, that's. Huh? That's ridiculous. Uh, well, okay, we'll wait. Who, who could tie dye guy be? Wait a second. Is it like, what's like Oscar? Oh, did Oscar? Uh, we'll have to find out in oh, okay. season one, episode five, Twist. Tie dye guy. And we will also be covering on the next episode of Show Hoppers, season one, episode six, To Serve and Protect. So those are our two episodes that are coming up next uh, next episode for next Showhoppers episode. In the meantime, folks, check out our other stuff. We've covered The Leftovers, Lost, Russian Doll, Ozark, Dexter, New Blood, Centaur World, Black Mirror, uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, we're, we're just wrapping up coverage of Ozark, in fact. That, that series is wrapping, and we're wrapping our coverage of it. So check out our other stuff. Email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please tell friends and family and neighbors and strangers about us and point them at the podcast. We do appreciate it. We have a YouTube channel too. You can find us some short clips from some of our podcasts up there. Uh, And we would, again, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love those five-star ratings and reviews. And we do appreciate you listening. And we will talk to you next time for Only Murders in the Building, Twist and to Serve and Protect.